I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are around the world. My guest today is Jen Bader, a lawyer and a translator. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what both a lawyer and a translator are and what it's like to do those jobs? Sure. So a lawyer has clients who are people who have legal things that they need done for them. There are some lawyers who take court cases and their clients need someone to defend them and and represent them in court. And then there are other kinds of lawyers, which is the kind of lawyer that I was for a long time, who help business people who are um, doing business deals with each other. And they each side has a lawyer to help them get the best the best deal they can get in their business. Like if two companies want to merge, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. That seems like That's a, a really interesting yeah. job. And I actually and do both. Translate. Right. What about translating? And I translate. So translating, um, there's two different things. There's translation and interpretation. So translating mm-hmm. is written um, and interpretation is oral that you're standing there with, between two people going back and forth. So I only do translation, the written kind. Um, and it was because I was a lawyer first and I was a lawyer in the U S and also in France. And so, um, I started doing translation of legal documents because that was what, you know, my area, they knew that. So, um, so I do, people send me things like contracts or court cases, court decisions, um, you know, company company documents, and then I translate them from French into English. Wow, that seems like a really interesting job. Yep, I, it's fun. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love languages, languages are, Mm -hmm. foreign languages are great. Yeah, so what kinds of things do you actually do day-to-day at work? So it's, there's a big variety, um, because I'm usually working on most pe- most lawyers do either court cases or business deals, but I do some of both. And then mm-hmm. I have translation on top of it. So um, it's uh, it's it's all, it's different things every day, different things at different times a day. Um, this morning, I was talking to a client who had a court case, and we were talking about what the other side was going to do um, and how we should make our argument. And then after that, I worked on a translation that someone had sent me. Um, and then after that, I like had to talk to a client who is doing a business deal. They're starting a, a new company, a new business. Um, so I'm giving them advice about that. Uh, and then because I'm at home, I also go back and forth between work things and housework. Wow. That seems like a lot. How did you, how do you manage all of that? Um, I don't sleep very much. <laughs> uh, I, you, you know, you, you just learn to manage. Um, you learn to manage. It's, it's interesting things. And when you're doing interesting things, you don't mind working so hard because you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, you're having fun. Yeah. That's a really important part of your work. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So- I mean... I, I can see you doing what you're doing in the future mm-hmm. and enjoying it as a profession. Yeah, I, I do enjoy it right now. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when did you first know you wanted to do these? So I always wanted to be a lawyer since I was mm-hmm. really little. Um, I 
in fact, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer and then go into politics and run for office, but then um, I ended up not doing that. Um, and I, I studied French in college. And so I decided to do a law school program that was part in the US and part in France um, and become a lawyer in both places. And so it all just kind of naturally came together. Cool, that's a really cool story. Thank you. Yeah, so did you do anything else before being a lawyer and a translator? And can you tell yeah. us a little bit more about the path you took to get here? Yeah, actually before I went to law school, um, so I grew up in Los Angeles um, and a lot of my parents' friends were in the movie business. And so when I first graduated from college, I moved home and I worked um, in the movie industry, I worked for a talent agent who, um, you know, represents actors. Um, and then I worked for two producers. And then I decided all of a sudden one day I woke up and I said, you know, I want to apply to call uh, to law school. And so I applied to law school and left. <laughs> so, and then I went to France for a while in between and then went to law school. That's really so. interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, not many people leave the movie industry. They usually mm -hmm. like it. And I did like it, but I also felt like I wanted something more um, intellectual. Yeah. So what do you like most and least about your job? Um, so in the, in, the, in the litigation, in the court cases as a lawyer, I like winning things. <laughs> I like it when we make our arguments and the judge agrees with me. It's a really great feeling. Um, and in translation, I like it just when I'm able to make a document, a, a, you know, something that was written in French sound like it was written in English, right? You don't want it to sound like a translation. You want it to sound like it was written in English to begin with. So that's where I get the most satisfaction is making it sound really good in English. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you speak no. any, any languages? I mean, I, like I do Spanish in school, but uh -huh. like not, not other than that. It's so good. You should really study because it's okay. so great to speak. Foreign languages are an amazing. They open up so many, so many doors. Okay, I will. <laughs> Now, a word from our sponsor. Looking for a way to start making some good money this summer? Start picking up plastic film recyclables, like shipping air pillows, plastic bags, plastic packaging, and more from your neighbors. These items cannot be put in your curbside recycling bin, but can be recycled at multiple locations throughout your city. I started doing this over a year ago in my neighborhood and make about $150 a month for about an hour of work. I don't know about you, but that's way more than my normal allowance. I even teamed up with my good friend, Micah, and created a course that teaches you exactly how to make a business like this yourself. Check out kidsgreenteam.com for more information. Okay, well, let's get back to the show. You have. Was that required for your jobs? Yeah, so to be a lawyer um, in America, you go first, you have to go first to four-year college, and then you mm -hmm. go to three years of law school. Um, so that's seven years right there. Mm -hmm. Um, and for translation, you don't have to, it's sometimes better to get a degree in translation, but, um, since I was a lawyer first, that was really kind of all I needed to get into translating. Um, so yeah, so I guess a law degree is 
the highest level of education that I have. Although I also also went back for a master's in environmental policy, but that I don't use. That was just for fun. Yeah. Seems like a lot of stuff. Did you enjoy getting your degrees? I, I'm, I mean, I'm one of those people who really likes school. Mm-hmm. So yes, I really enjoyed getting them. And then of course, when you're a lawyer, you have to take the bar exam to, after you finish law school to become a lawyer. And I kind of really like studying for the bar exam too. <laughs> wow. So kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So how much money would someone starting out in your field expect to make? And what's the long-term income potential? Okay. So there's a big variety. Translation, um, I'm really honestly not sure what most translators make, um, but it's less than most lawyers, I would say. Uh, So that's, you know, I'm doing both the translation mostly because I like it. And um, to be as a lawyer, it depends. If If you go to law school and then come out and go and work in a big law firm, Um, one of like the big New York corporate law firms, they start at a really high salary these days. I think they're getting close to 200,000 a year for first year lawyers. Um, Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, and that's not true for every lawyer. So if you go, if you work a government job, it's a lot less money. If you work at a small firm, it's it's less money. Um, You know, if you're doing something like to help people, like you're working for an organization to help people, it's going to be a much lower salary. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and the other thing to remember is that you also, usually you're coming out with loans to pay back from college mm-hmm. and law school. So part of a big chunk of your salary for a while goes back to paying those loans every month. Yeah. I mean, it is, overall it, that does seem like a lot though. Yeah. But you really do, you do make, you do make a good living. Being a lawyer is definitely mm-hmm. a good career. Yeah. So how much free time do you have? Like a <laughs> traditional 40 hour work week, more or less. So everything is different since COVID because of working from home. Um, and also I have six kids, so I have a lot of stuff to do even when I'm not working. So I don't really have all that much free time. I try to take some time for myself in the evening and, and read and relax and look at Facebook and all that. Um, <laughs> but I don't get a lot of free time. But if I were just working and I didn't have a family to take care of, I would, it would be, a lot of people, a lot of lawyers work huge hours, but now I have a small firm with two other people and it's our decision whether we take things on. And so we can adjust our workload and have less if we need to have less. Mm, yeah, that seems pretty flexible. It is, it's very, yeah. I mean, if you work for a big firm, it's not flexible. Mm -hmm. You like, you have to do whatever they tell you to do and you can be there very, very late at night. But then Mm -hmm. later in your career, you get more, you get more flexibility to do things the way you want to do them. Yeah, it seems nice. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job? Um, I would say if you're interested in translating or if you're interested in anything with languages, The most important thing is to really take your language classes seriously. So many people take, like they'll take Spanish for years and years and years, but they're not really paying attention and they come out and they don't speak any Spanish. 
And that's kind of a waste. If you really treat it like something you want to learn, you want to know, uh-oh, what do you think? <laughs> you, you look like you're, is that you? <laughs> so uh... it's most people, but it's really worth it to really, because when you can go to a foreign country and speak to everybody, it's just mm-hmm. an amazing feeling. Um, and then for, for law, it's basically just to try to be organized and work hard in school um, because you need those skills of being able to sit and work and get things done mm-hmm. yeah uh, thanks for sharing that that's sure. good advice thanks yeah so this one is borrowed from tim ferris a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made uh i would say learning french Learning, like learning, you don't mean, do you mean investment, like financial investment? I mean, it can be be anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't make very good financial investments. I'm not good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think learning French, I think it's, it's changed, it changed my life so much because I was able to live abroad and have friends who are, you know, who are French and to, and to do a career as a lawyer who worked in both countries and to be a translator. So it just, that. I think that was the best thing, the best investment of time. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. So, sure. So is there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on? Um, my So the second job, I don't know if it's really failing, but the second job that I had um, in the movie business before mm-hmm. I decided to leave and go to law school I feel like I made a mistake in the people I picked to work for it. I was really unhappy there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably part of the reason that I applied to law school and left LA. So it did turn out well because I love being a lawyer and a translator and I like um, being in New York where I am now. Um, but at the time it felt like, oh no, I picked the wrong job. What am I going to do? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it seems frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> it was they weren't very nice bosses the guys mm-hmm. who ran the company so yeah so is there a person in your life like a parent grandparent teacher coach or mentor that made a huge impact on you if so in what way and would you like to give that person a quick shout out um well th- this person is not alive anymore um mm-hmm. but my spanish teacher in seventh grade um was the first person who told me that I was really good at languages and it just changed everything about the way I thought about things. Um, and she, she was just an amazing, amazing teacher and so warm and so nice and such a great teacher. And I really never forgot her. And she was the reason I got interested in languages. Mm-hmm. And then a side note to that is that her, is that I didn't see her for a really long time, but last year, her son, became the secretary of Homeland Security, the Department of Homeland Security. Wow. Yeah, he's in the cat. Her son's in the cabinet now. That's that's pretty cool. It is really cool. She would yeah. have been so proud. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Um, I don't know if I would have done anything differently growing up. I might have, though as a lawyer, been paying more attention to government stuff and 
be more involved in in government policy instead of just regular business law, um, mm. I feel like it would have been a worthwhile thing to do. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? I would say to think really carefully about what you want to do and not just kind of let things happen and go, you know, just sort of tumble from one thing to the next, but to really think, what is it that I want and what is the way to get that and go after the goal? Yeah, that's, that's really smart. Thanks for sharing that. Seems like something that you would do. Mm-hmm. Well, like thanks. you are doing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. Now it's time for the joke of the day. Why are fish so smart? I don't know. Why? They live in schools. Ah, that's great. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Korea show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.